what's up what's up what's up it is 420 on the mountains happy 420 on the vaporizer today i'm not ready uh yeah i'm not ready at all i don't Um, even know am i even charged (laughs) (laughs) technical difficulties on the stoner front Everything's just the lead. Um, I was like, I'm just now typing the the show notes. Wednesdays are for Wednesdaying. You put Mondays are for Mondaying. So, <laughs> <coughs> I, I thought I started some, but I don't know where uh, I put them. That's okay. I'll just put it here for. Me. I made a copy mm-hmm. of the Monday ones, or no, maybe at the last Wednesday ones. What's up, everybody? If you're here, say hello in the comment section. We'd love to see you. Um, if you're not here, I hope you join us soon. Uh, it's about that time you're about to get highly educated with the Cannabis Closet Podcast with Canna Queen and MJ. This is an adult content show with no limitations on subject, language, or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts, their guests, their subsidiaries. And if you aren't sure, don't worry. We will tell you. Or you could take a good look at our faces. They'll probably tell you first. It's time to get this session started. Thanks for rolling up and showing up. And we hope you enjoyed the show. What's up, Indica? What's up? What's up? Hey, Missouri. We're coming to Missouri next week. We are planning a debate for Amendment 3 next week on the 19th, uh, which is Wednesday's show. Yes, yes. Have everybody come in. Um, we just got here. Do we have a Wednesday show planned? Sort of, not really, kind of, a little bit. Um, I'm just going to be like Today real Wednesday? honest. <laughs> Today is Wednesday. I'm going to be real Wednesday. honest with you. I'm I'm not at home right now. I'm on the road. And um, we have been, we have been, um, we have been, uh, I don't want to say balls to the wall, but pretty much like that uh let's find a better more mile a minute um well you know um i don't know let's see i don't know we'll figure it out moving and grooving we have been moving and grooving y'all you know i don't want to use something common i was actually just trying to change (laughs) balls to the walls to something more um more womanly that's what i was trying to do um, yeah, get them in here. Um, it? Nate Bullman, uh, if you come in here, I'm gonna need you to answer my emails. Uh, we need two more people on the yes side for this, uh, debate. The debate's going to be held in St. Louis, but we will still be doing things virtually as well. So we will have virtual option for anybody who wants to join us. Um, we've been seeing a lot of the posts that you guys have been putting out there, um, on both sides. Uh, we do have three people lined up right now. I'm just waiting on one more yes from one more person um, on the um, vote no side of this uh, debate. And we would like, if anybody is on the fence, if you know anybody is on the fence that would like to join us, we would love to have a couple people who aren't quite sure and have some questions that they need answered um, so that they, that would help them make their decision. So, Um, the reason we want that is because, um, just full transparency, uh, we've read it and we've, what's up Libby. Um, we've read it 
and we've um, seen a lot of the posts and we've seen a lot of both sides of the arguments and we've kind of, I mean, at least I have, I'll speak for me personally. Um, we, yeah, I, I've kind of, I would have, I know what decision I would make if I lived in Missouri, but our vote doesn't count. And so because right. of that, I, I think that it would be helpful to have somebody who's not sure who doesn't have a bias one way or another. I, you know, I, I, I know there's polls and everything. I feel like, you know, we are limited to the group that we see, you know, yes. of, uh, and, and uh, of course the algorithms work the way that they do. They do. Um, but also, but also, um, I, I'm in a group that is, that is also on the other side of that argument that, you know, thinks the other way. So I like see both sides of the argument, but I just, I feel the way I feel about it, but I don't want to say that here. Any, I've said it in past shows, if you want to go back and watch, but I don't want to say it as we get closer to this debate, because I really do want an open and transparent conversation. Um, and I don't want my opinion of things to skew somebody's uh, decision one way or another. I want there to be a fair um, uh, opportunity to have a real clear and concise debate. Yeah. So we're, yeah, definitely. So we're calling out, you know, to everybody that, you know, has anyone that's voting in Missouri, you know, let them have them listen in. Everyone is getting certain things from certain people. And, uh, you know, we want to offer that open debate about what people are hearing, what people are seeing and what is actually, uh, you know, what this amendment actually means, you know, and again, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's clear to the public that there's a difference between a constitutional amendment and just adding, you know, a regulation or, uh, you know, whatever, I guess, whatever. They're calling it, what did they call it in, uh, it was in Nebraska, right? I know, no, no, sorry. (laughs) It was in North Dakota, right? (laughs) (laughs) I just, the N was in my name and I was like, um, Uh, there we go. We'll just type that in and see division (laughs) and things Indica. That's exactly what we um, are trying to provide this platform for is that um, we know that, uh, you know, we have seen people that are supporting it and we definitely have seen uh, those that are against. And so um, we want people to, uh, you know, again, all Missourians to um, understand what's going on and what you're really voting for. Um, when the you know when we say yes some of these parts are good but some of it really limits you know might really limit some others so it's um again i think that what is put you know we get what a few sentences on our social media to really get our point across um this will give people the opportunity to really listen and get uh you know some um feedback from People from your state, Missouri, you know, yeah. these are people that we have been, uh, you know, listening What's and uh, cultivating. What's up, Schnooks? Um, and, uh, and hopefully, you know, really get a good audience. Um, we're looking for live audience, too. Yes. So if you can nice join us, uh, you know, <laughs> if you can join us. We don't. Uh, I, I think that that's our, you know, what we're working on next is the, you know, where we're going to be setting up where all this is going to happen. Um, all of this is going to be falling into place these past couple of, uh, you know, even just in these past few days, which is why yes. we have been 
um, whatever. Perfect. We're going to come up with a new phrase to replace, you know, balls to the wall. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> uh, tits um, to the what? Tit, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I was, like, I, I was going to say badge to the something. but <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, awesome. So, so Nate, uh, I'm going to check that response uh, as soon as we get off the show and I'll respond to you and we'll um, set everything up. Uh, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that response was a positive response. And uh, then we, then we would need one more uh, individual on the panel. I was, I think, I think I'm trying to get, am I right about this name? John Payne. I think I'm trying to get contact information for John Payne. And so if we can get contact information for John Payne in our inbox, that would be lovely because we would love to invite this person. I've been told uh, that, yes, thank you. um, That this person I've been told would be maybe a person that would uh, come and have the conversation. So we just need one more person. Um, potentially two because <laughs> I haven't read that email yet. Um, but I think, I think we'll just need one more person on the um, vote yes side. And um, I'm waiting on a response from one person on the vote no side. So we might need one more person on the vote no side. Um, I want it to be understood too, that um, the people that are coming to have this conversation about vote yes or vote no for this uh, amendment are both uh, proponents of cannabis. They both sides are advocates for cannabis and cannabis legalization. So all of the people that are coming on to this panel to have this conversation all do want safe access uh, for for the public, right? Uh, but there's some disagreement about how that happens and that's why we're having the debate. So that's why, that's why we want to talk about um, Amendment three and 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 what what's good, what's bad, what's then you know the ugly stuff. But we are going to be respectful. Um, we are going to um, answer questions um, that are brought to the table. Um, I mean, y'all can dodge them if you want to, but the audience is going to definitely know that and see that. Um, but yeah, we're going to be respectful and professionals and, um, and have a real adult conversation because this is very important to the public. This is very important um, and is really um, going to make people think about how they're going to vote. And, it's, and, that's, and, and, and it could change everything for Missouri, good, bad or ugly. So yeah, I'm excited for it. And I'm excited that we're going to be in Missouri for it. I literally can't wait. Um, we, uh, what's up Hawaii? Um, we, we, we are Hawaii. I okay, know. So I just want to like- <laughs> say, I just want to put this on record. I want to put this on record. If anybody, um, I mean, don't be creepy. Cause I don't want to end up on Dateline. I'm too young right now. Like, so like, seriously, don't be creepy. Your Dateline like, in your terms. <laughs> literally, I never been to Hawaii. I would love to visit Hawaii. Um, I would love, I would love some Island vibes. I, I would love some Island vibes. I've also never been to, uh, Jamaica or Australia or what's up, Lisa. Um, uh, there's several places I'd love to go back to Greece. 
So, you know, yeah, I'm just we're gonna, saying, like I said, we're putting put it out on there. Our, our lists. Yep. We're putting on our, our, our manifestation list. I mean, I'll it's pay a, for some of that, retreat. but I'd, I'd like to like, not pay for on. any of it. <laughs> no, we can do, we, we're going to start lining up retreats. We're going to grow this Write it off as you a business know, Yes. We're, yes. We're going to sales meetings, retreats, uh, like, um, Things are going to be happening. People, well, I'll tell so. you, Indica. I'll, I'll <laughs> tell you, Indica, that uh, that uh, definitely uh, maybe be a part of our studio audience and and ask the ask the hard questions and get the real raw deal answer. Like if you have a definitive, like even if you have a definitive way that you're thinking about uh, Amendment Three, if you're a a sturdy like vote no or you're a sturdy vote yes. Even if you're that, you can still, you still have points that you're like, well, explain to me this then, you know? And so then we could have both sides explain to you this thing, you know? Yeah. So even, yeah, I love it. Um, So I'm excited. We're going to be there um, next week. Uh, We were just talking about our dates. The show is on the 19th. Um, And, uh, and uh, we're, we're, we're working on a space to have it in. Um, I do, uh, we, we do have, um, a, a nice, uh, Airbnb spot lined up. That is, it's nice. And, um, I think we could get a few people in there for like a studio audience, especially there's like an upstairs open space. Um, but also there's like a potential Wi-Fi situation there and also it's an Airbnb. So, you know, like we're living there for the week too. So it would be like, you know what I'm saying? Um, maybe, maybe a, a small after gathering or something. <laughs> that would be uh, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so we might, we might do something like that and like, uh, and hook something like that up. But um, uh, yeah, maybe we need a space. I have not gotten in touch with Brennan yet. I know that he's extremely busy right now. And I know that also He's having a town hall on October 24th. If anybody would like to go to that town hall uh, and go live with us while it happens, we'll mute everything and we will run that town hall live. Uh, Of course, I will reach I could reach out to Brennan and make sure he's okay with that. Um, But uh, but uh, so. Did you say coming? Okay, so so he's a yes because he hasn't responded to me. I don't think has he responded to me. Maybe he thumbs up me and I just didn't realize it. So I'll just go double check. Um, so uh, uh, the time is always five five twenty Central Time. We are here every Monday and Wednesday at five twenty Central Time, Missouri, and we love you guys. We cover you guys a lot. Um, we are also interested in covering the other states where the rest of you are from. So we are um, working to get in touch with individuals who um, understand what's going on in your space in cannabis. And if you know somebody or have a suggestion for somebody um, in your state that you would like to see on the show, then let us know. And we will definitely um, and put our put our attentions there. Um, we do a lot of business in Missouri and we have a lot of uh, like literally uh there are people that come in this feed that we know personally um and we've we've had dinner with and some like stayed stayed at an airbnb with some some people and you know so um we're we're really invested in what goes on there and um 
and we would like to be as invested in what's going on in your state as well. So let's, let's make that happen as a team. Woo, go team. Woo, go team. <laughs> <laughs> we want everyone to be as educated as possible. I think that that, especially, you know, for me, you know, as election time comes around, it get, you, know, you start seeing all these like mailers coming in and what you're supposed to do. I got the big blue book of, you know, things that are, you're, we're voting on. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, the word I was looking for is measure. It's a measure in, uh, in the Dakotas. So they're passing measures, not amendments to their constitution. So it has nothing to do with their constitution. It's just a legal measure that they're passing or regulation, if you will. Regulations. Right. Um, and, uh, and a big difference, you know, we talk about things that are harder to change or, um, things that, um, you know, get omitted and, and then the hoops that you're like, oh, you know, get it done now. Um, and, and that way, but change it later. But that's the thing is that when we're talking about things like this, it is harder to change these things later. And so then we're sitting, you know, then again, is this progress or is this put it, you know, keeping us uh, still or, or pushing us back? So um, I don't know, something to consider when we talk about uh, constitutional amendment versus regulation, you know, or, or yeah, legislative or, yeah. measure is legislative what legislative measure. Um, and which so, each new legislator can come in and you know kind of fuck change, with. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, um, yeah. So when it's an amendment, though, it's an amendment to your constitution, and that takes a lot more work to change. And so that's the conversation. That's that's literally the conversation. It's not whether or not cannabis should be legal in the state of Missouri. We all think it should. We all think it should. It's whether or not this amendment is going to be good for Missouri. And we want to hear both sides. And we want to give both sides an opportunity to explain why this would be the best thing to do for Missouri right now in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yep. And while we're talking about that, look at who your representatives and who you're voting Please. on. If, you know, if there is, uh, you know, changes happening because um, your representatives are your representatives, you want to make sure that they're at least saying that they're in line with your values or you can at least, you know, at least if they sway from them a little bit, they got you somehow. Yeah, because right? wasn't there that one? What was her name? I don't even know. Was she in Arizona? Maybe there was that one um, uh, Senate. She. She's a congresswoman and she was very progressive on her platform. And I would love it if Ron Hicks joined us. Um, she was very progressive on her platform and progressives went out and supported her. And then when she got into office, she fucking flipped the switch. Right. And that's, a, that's a, the, the fun things about politicians, right? Like they can, say that this is their platform and this is what they're, they're going to stand by um, and say all the words that are going to grab your votes. And then they don't have to, unless you hold them accountable. I got to hold them accountable. You have to hold them accountable. Absolutely. So uh, when things like that, then uh, certainly uh, we have to be more vocal. We can't uh, just let these key things just, Oh, Oh, it'll be fine. You know, complacency is not grand y'all. Right. Um, Yeah. So when, when we're talking about passing an amendment, um, then we want to talk about uh, that's 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 really that's literally why we want to have this debate, because 
passing an amendment is a big deal. It's a big thing. And um, it's not going to change with any easy stroke of a pen or anything like that once it's in there. So that's why we want to have the conversation. Um, uh, We'd love to, you know what? We would love to also uh, have this conversation in Arkansas. So I don't know if y'all know anybody in Arkansas or if we got uh, anybody uh, that is um, listening that is from Arkansas that can put us in touch with um, the vote yes, vote no. And we can see why they feel this way. Um, But in particular, one of the things that we read about Arkansas the other day was that uh, they are going to charge an initial 10% tax. So I say initial because each then city um, or um, or uh, what do you call it county um, can then also uh, can also add a tax. So like around here, I think it's like twenty seven percent or something like that because this it varies this, by county as well. Yeah, you know. So 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 uh, the initial tax is 10% in Arkansas that's the starting tax and then uh and then the way that that money is going to be distributed is a 15%, 10% and 5% distribution in this order. They're giving 15% to police a uh, police uh organization if they pass like their their good conduct test so or whatever yes, it's a stipend, it's a stipend for good conduct um, and then, and then their certification, 10% of that tax is going to, uh, like a medical school for research and development. And then 5% is going to like community programs. So, um, you know how we feel about it. We feel like they got that backwards. Uh, first of all, why are the cops getting money from weed? They've been making money off of weed for fucking the whole time for, for, for fucking night since 1937. <laughs> okay. So, so what's up y'all? What's up? Um, so since 1937, they've been making money off of weed. Uh, it is, it is, uh, contributed the, the prohibition of cannabis has contributed to the, um, prison, the industrial prison, prison industrial complex, um, where, where corporations are making money off of the backs of human beings and, and the way that they've, uh, gotten so many human beings in, in their prison system is because of prohibition and that it, like uh disproportionately affects minority communities um and like when we pass cannabis laws we pass them in such a way that these corporations can go into those same communities that were harmed by cannabis in this way of ripping families apart these corporations can go in and build their stores in there and build their their cultivations in there and and then take that money from those people and then not put it back into those communities take it and put it into their own communities, back into the rich people's pocket. It's just all of those things. And the, it's, it's why we're so passionate about it. But it's also why t- 15% of your tax dollars that you use to purchase legal weed because you didn't find a good underground <laughs> cultivator. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just joking you. But like your money should not go in the pockets of the cops. It should not. It should not at all. No. Mm-mm. Nope. They can incorporate those programs. Aren't they supposed to, you know, have those programs and you shouldn't they just automically have that as part of their training? Mm, like, you it, would think, but shouldn't that be included is, in their budget already? Like, um, this is the real um, deal though. They don't care about you. 
They don't care about you. Here's the thing. We got all all of these people that are coming to this this debate also. They're all activists. They're all very stop. They're advocates for the plant. They love this plant. Right. Um, the corporations don't care about you. They don't care about the plant. They don't care about what it does. They don't care about any of those things. They care and about the bottom line. It's literally killing mind. us. You guys, it's literally killing us. It's us that they're taking out. So, so I've told, mm-hmm. I've told you guys that um, recent, like I, like I have a friend that is where I have a couple friends, actually several friends, and this is happening to all of them. They're looking for jobs in the industry and they've been a part of this industry in some way, shape or form for decades. Okay. And they're having a hard time finding their way in the industry because the industry, these corporations are not hiring cannabis professionals. They're hiring people who don't know anything about cannabis they're they're hiring uh, they're hiring people who have cultivation experience in places other than cannabis, preferably outside of the cannabis industry. I was like, it's like they're pushing us out. What's up, Rudy? Um, we're talking about well, what we always talk about. So we're here every Monday and Wednesday before y'all leave. Uh, hopefully, you find us interesting. And you stick around, but we're here every Monday and Wednesday at four twenty Mountain Standard Time, five twenty Central. We know we got a lot of people listening from the Central. Um, so. What we're talking about is uh, just a whole lot of stuff, but basically how big money in our industry is that this is the subject now. It wasn't five minutes ago, I promise. (laughs) But big money in the industry is literally taking us out of our passion space, uh, out of the place that makes us happy. And the thing is, is that our affordable medical options. Yes. And the thing is, is that they brought us in, they lured us in. Right. And then they took everything that we offered them. They took it from us. They saw that we were passionate and they sucked that passion right, right out. Right. They took that passion. They used it to their advantage. And then they said, we don't need you anymore. We figured out how to do it on our own. So goodbye. Or and they then think that they figured it out. And right. They and then, and they, then they, they put out this cookie cutter cannabis. I'm telling you right now, your underground guy is growing better cannabis than any of these facilities. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And I shop at dispensaries, right? I shop at dispensaries because I'm literally working on building out my own space. But honestly, um, I do have a couple new connections in Denver that I'm probably going to start utilizing um, because I haven't even looked at any of the options in Denver. I had some options here um, in Durango. And so I still, so I still, you know, utilize those. Uh, But at the end of the day, your underground guy is growing better cannabis than any of those fucking facilities. Because he he doesn't care about. uh, And the reason that he's growing. Right. And the reason why (laughs) these facilities aren't growing better cannabis is because the guy, your underground guy was denied a job. He was denied a job. And because he, he's got a record or uh, not enough work experience in the industry as it, the, the legal industry. Um, and so, again, we lose. Um, and, and I've seen it. We've seen it. Uh, you people, the, the OGs, the ones that have put this burden on their back to get these the regulations going, um, being kicked out of the industry, uh, being, you know, literally, I, I, I use this, or I still, it's a, it's a stolen turn from one of the, sh- you know, TV show, but 
literally uh, being brain raped, being sucked for their information and then kicked out the door. Kicked out uh, the door. You, you, it happened to you. It happened to It you, happened you to know. me at least twice. <laughs> at least twice. I fell for it at least twice. I was just like, what happened? Because I thought things were going well. And it turns out, no, they just needed my my brain, what I had in my brain. They just needed it on paper. And, and then they paper. just take the they just take the little bit. They just take what they want. They're not uh, taking in everything, and they're not paying you for everything. So that's where they lack. That's where it's going to stop. I and promise you, I've not to talked to a single. I literally, I promise you, I've not talked to a single person that's been in this industry for a decade or more that that has not happened to at least once. At least once. At least, at least once. somewhere. Um, so many, and, and uh, you know, and I've I've watched people just straight up, uh, you know, dispensary owners lose their facilities, you know, due to one thing or another, um, being bought <laughs> by being bought by a license, and then that you know, being told that they were going to be kept on, and then as soon as that license gone. transferred, they were gone, you know, and and mm-hmm. again, it sucks. You think that you know, and and also you think you you know, I, I I know a lot of people that came into the industry thinking that they're their people had their back their the people that they've been with forever had their back and then as soon as uh, you know money was offered or people tried to steal them away you know now um, it's business uh, it's not personal it's business business. and 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 people were so quick and it is hey screw people over i mean i watched husbands and wives and you know because i got to see all different areas of the state, you know, that, that um, small mom and pops that started their dispensaries and then sold to, and, you know, and so the stories are abundant and, uh, and they're not unique. abundant. And we would love to have you on to tell them also, just so you guys know, because everybody's in the comments and we're talking about those fire underground growers, we are going to be in Missouri from at least the 17th to the 20th. We would love a sponsor. <laughs> we would love a sponsor to help us out, hook some chicas up. Um, we'll, we'll holler you out. We'll, we'll shout you out on the, on the air, uh, for, for, uh, your, your kind sponsorship donations, sponsorships, sponsorships. Um, so, but yeah, they, yeah, exactly. Twice over because the first time you thought it was an anomaly, you're like, mm, this guy's just not, you know, cause you, cause you thought, I thought she thought they thought we all thought that we were working with someone like us. We were working with someone like us and we were going to build something amazing together. We're going to just, we're going to build this from the ground up. Let's do it together. And then, and then goodbye. Right. It's a painful fucking Did you just mute? Oh, it's been a while since we've had a technical difficulty. This is usually a staple of our show. Um, (laughs) And um, I'm not sure what's going on. Oh, microphone. Microphone issues. Um, We're good. I just, I, I turned it and it came loose. So hopefully we're good. There you are. Let me know. (laughs) Yes. go I'll go old school um so so see look yeah it's personally happened to me it's happened to me it ha- and you guys know what else happens it happens to a lot of women because they don't no offense guys we love y'all but for a long time we weren't even allowed in 
we had to like really prove our worth and to get in was a struggle and I get it. I mean, I, 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 you know, I understand a little bit why, but like also we bring something to the table, right? And we bring, there's a level of compassion that women have and it's, it transfers into that medicine. And I'm not saying, look, look, a lot of my grower friends are men and they grow fire y'all fire (laughs) but also women bring some to the table too and i there's a lot of women i know that grow fire as well like matt i mean just some some of the best shit i've ever smoked and um we want to be a part of this so but but still there's this there's this space where we we're kind of pushed out so the things that we do bring to the table they they're like well we could do that without you right Right. And again, that, that whole idea of, you know, I, I think about um, just the, the way we spin ideas. If someone comes at us with like, hey, this is what I want to do. We're like, oh, you should do this and you should do this. And, yeah. you know, we're very uh, and then we want to lift them up and we want to, uh, you know, help yeah, we want to bring everybody with us. We want to yeah. just like, hey, let's go. Let's go do this. Right. But yeah. Um, and, uh, you know. and then they again, they, they oh, we can do this. We can do this without you we'll take that idea and we're going to make it happen. But again, they don't make it happen the way that, it that would we would have done it. Exactly. Right. And, and there's some, and there's some like, you know, for us as a, as a team, for us as a team, um, there, there are boundaries that we won't cross to get something done. There's, there's like a certain space where we're like, that's, that's unethical. That's, that's going to hurt the, this community. That's going to be, you know, it's just something that we wouldn't want to do. Um, and so I always say, I always say this because I'm, I'm a child of the eighties, a teenager of the nineties. We both are. And I always say, man, you know, I wish, sometimes I wish I was more cutthroat in business. I wish, I wish I was more cutthroat. Like I wish I was going like, don't care about nobody else's fucking feel nothing. Just go in there and just no, no matter what. But then I think about how, like, I mean, I guess if I was more cutthroat like that, maybe I wouldn't care about, maybe I would be less conscious of these feelings, but I don't know. I can't, I can't do something that I actively know is going to hurt other people. Um, I can't, you know, like I can't go through with those things. And so that, I think sometimes that hinders me in business, but also I think it's a, it's a gift as well for me. I think it's okay it keeps for us, us from to working, hold people to standards. Yes. To, right. It keeps to, us from working with people that, that we would yeah. never want to we'll be in the same be room business, with. Yeah. You know, we can still be business minded and not have to uh, accept working with people that we don't want to work with. I feel like we don't have to, you know, yes, yeah. there are, we're going to have to sit in rooms and mingle with and, you'll be a part of, you know, uh, those that we don't want to necessarily swim with all the time. Um, but you know, we can have our boundaries, you know, uh, and say, this is what we accept and what we won't accept. And yes, maybe we'll lose something here, but we're going to gain something here and feel good about it. Right. Right. Um, every closed door is an open opportunity, honestly. Um, I, I, this is kind of off topic, but I did have a story about closed doors and open opportunities. So before the show started, 
you know, you guys know I like to we're since we're talking about employers and how they don't care. I was actually um, working to get to this space, uh, but your employer does not care about you. Okay, if you're not working for a, a, a small business uh, for certain, uh, there, there's a high likelihood that your employer doesn't care about you. Amazon does not care about you. Um, those big those big companies, they don't care about you. They care about their bottom line at the end of the day more than anything else. Um, and here's proof. Okay. So I'm talking to a friend of mine and, um, you have a place and let's discuss that when we, when we come out, we'll sit down we'll talk about it and let's, let's figure out where your place is. It may not be, honestly, the legal industry keeps a lot of us out, um, for a lot of reasons for, for a million reasons. Um, but okay. So, um, back to my story. Um, so there, this, this story she was telling me is about a, a person that was employed with this company for over 20 years. Okay. They're employed with this company for over 20 years. And then they have a bout of a health crisis. Um, and so they go to handle that health crisis and they go through HR of their company and they do all of the paperwork and they do everything. Now, this person has been a stellar employee for 20 years, no complaints, nothing, right? They do all of the paperwork and everything. Um, and then they go into the hospital, they get their surgery, they get all of the other recovery stuff that they need to do. And, uh, and then, um, they, and then they, and they have a comeback date. So, so by law uh, is under the disabilities act. You have like, you have to like work it all out so that you can get your disability and then they have to hold your job. Uh, if you like, especially if you have a date that, you know, you're certain coming back, they have to hold your job. So this was all worked out for this person. And then, uh, I don't know how, like two months before they were supposed to come back, uh, they uh, got on, I think they got on a call with somebody and that somebody said, oh, uh, you were fired as of yesterday. Your benefits ended yesterday. So I think that that's what they were on the call about, a benefits call. And they were like, oh, you were fired as of yesterday. They don't care about you. They don't care how good of an employee you are. They don't care that you've gone above and beyond and stayed late and worked for no pay. Somebody told us the other day we were on, uh, it was, uh, it was Marion. I'm just going to tell you, I'm sure she wouldn't care that we told you who it was. It was Marion. And she said that after she clocked out, she stayed an extra like hour and a half or two hours. And I was like, I'm going to need you to go adjust your time card. Stop working for free. They, they're, they're stealing your resources. You are your resource, your energy, your output. That is your resource to trade with. And they're stealing it from you. Their resource is money. Their resource is money. So if you give them your output and your energy, they have to give you their resource in return, which is money so that you can pay your rent. Stop working for free, y'all. Stop it. They don't care about 20 years stellar employee. And it takes years apparently to train for that job. So they lost an expert in that field over not wanting to. Also, I think that the amount that they had to pay was like less than $100 a month. 
the, uh, everything else was paid through the government disability, like through the state and everything. It's crazy. And, you know, and then apply that situation to, to us, to us, you know, like, <clears throat> and that's happening. They don't um, care about thanks, you. Thanks, Indica, for um, the shout outs and the connection. Yes. You, thank you, you for bringing been, all these people uh, in. You know, this so, is really awesome. Um, we're really excited to be heading your way, uh, Missouri, 16th through the 20th. Sixteenth through the well, we're leaving on the sixteenth. So seventeenth through the twentieth is when we're we're leaving on the we're planning on leaving on the twentieth. That could change, uh, but the plan right now is that we're leaving on the (laughs) twentieth. The plan right now. Okay, so just to catch everybody who came in, who just came in and kind of came in at the end of what we were talking about when we got here, um, we are having an amendment three debate on the nineteenth. We are here every Monday and Wednesday at 4.20, unless we tell you different. At 4.20, um, Mountain Standard Time, that is 5.20 Central Standard Time, that is 6.20 on the East Coast, and that is 3.20 on the West Coast. We celebrate 4.20 with the West Coast on every show. Um, so uh, definitely set your alerts and your alarms so that you can tune in every week. We talk about a lot of interesting things. Um, But the thing that's going to interest you the most, Missouri, is that we're having an Amendment 3 debate um, with uh, a no side and a yes side. Uh, We would like uh, maybe a couple of uh, unsure how I'm going to vote moderators and bring your questions with you. If you do have questions for this debate, um, definitely inbox us. Oh, I thought I had a mouse. I don't. I don't have a mouse. (laughs) <laughs> uh, definitely inbox us at cannabis closet 420 at gmail with any questions that you and then all you have to um all you have to put in the subject is amendment three or maybe question amendment three any anything that would signify that we you know this is for that amendment three debate um and so and so we would love to to have audience participation um, we're looking forward to a three person um, on each side panel. So six people um, on the panel total. Uh, and yeah, we can do it virtually. We can have up to eight guests with us. So um, we can do it virtually. Um, but we're also looking for a spot to record in person so that we could facilitate not only our internet needs, but also a studio audience, uh, you know, uh, needs as well because we would like to have some of y'all join us and we would like to be able to smoke in that space now i have not gotten in touch with brennan i know that the cola lounge has recently undergone some renovations or a move even i think they moved right maybe um so i'm not sure if they're even ready yet um and we need uh yes we need uh sponsors for um However you would like to sponsor us would be lovely. Um, we would take uh, food sponsors. We would take cannabis sponsors. Um, we would take gasoline uh, we, sponsors. <laughs> gas sponsors. We would take gas sponsors. Um, uh, we would uh, take, uh, we have, we have a place to stay. Uh, and uh, so we're handling that. Um, but yeah, anything that you can help out with. I mean, at the end of the day, I'll be honest with y'all, we get it done, but it's sometimes it's a struggle and any help would be, it would be lovely. We would appreciate it. We would definitely shout you out here. Um, and um, probably there's some Queen Kitty in your future as well. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, 
we can, we can share some of our, our queen kitty, uh, stock. The pop, this is our, uh, current brand. I, since, since we're there, I'll go ahead and do a, a quick, uh, commercial break. I haven't, I feel like I haven't taken a breath today. Um, you are talking fast and hard lady. Uh, <laughs> mm, it's ground. I looked out, I looked over, I was like, Oh, we've been, only been, uh, you know, on for 40 minutes. And I was like, and, uh, you know, I was like, we've covered a lot of ground. Um, but no, it's good. It's good. Um, uh, I, it's, uh, yeah, you know, we didn't really know what we were going to talk about today. So we're just kind of talking about everything. Um, mm-hmm. So this For show sure. is uh, brought to you, as always, uh, by Queen Kitty Seltzers. Pop this kitty. Uh, this is our new label for uh, our same delicious pop this CBD seltzer. Uh, we have Nearly Naked. We have Bubblegum Burst. And we have Lemon Kiss. I'm in love with these new labels. I'm in love with them. You can see everything really nice and clearly. We blew everything up. There's a little piece of education on the back of every can. Uh, there's no yak in the back. So that means that you're not going to have an aftertaste with our drink. It's nice, refreshing. It tastes like water. It's delicious. Yummy, yummy, yummy. It's great for all ages. It's a little mm-hmm. sassy. Is that factoid? That's us. And you, you get a little picture of us. That's us. There. We'll mm-hmm. sign it for you if you want put our signature on it. Yeah. Um, we're, we're gonna, um, work on getting some spots in St. Louis too. Uh, we are doing it in such a way that we do not want to step on any toes. We do have, um, our parent company is in the area, um, in Missouri and in St. Louis. And, uh, so is, uh, Brennan has some, uh, at the cola as well. Um, so, uh, we are, we're definitely not looking to step on any toes, but they also, Brennan carries different flavors than we do. So we'd love to do some maybe collabs in spaces where he's at and then, um, and then, yeah, get into those spaces where, um, where, uh, you know, we're not being represented as, as a family, as a be mighty kind family. Yeah. So that's what we're looking to do. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. So Queen Kitty Seltzer, uh, solo.to slash Queen Kitty Seltzer, if you're looking for that. Um, If you are in Colorado or really anywhere, um, you need some cannabis compliance help or um, cannabis education, you can give us a call at 970-426-5985. We are a cannabis uh, education and compliance company. We are also certified to teach responsible vendor training in the state of Colorado, although we do teach it in other states as well, but Colorado has a certification that is required, and we have obtained that. Uh, you can hit us up also by email, customerservicecqllc at gmail.com, or check out our website, www.cq-llc.com. I'll be setting up a, a live class soon, and I will be inviting some people to take that live class for free. So keep your ears open for that. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> as soon as I have a little space to put it in. <laughs> I know schedule we got to sit down and do our schedule um (laughs) we have been uh definitely um we're gonna come up with that phrase today before we what's another word for a wall um (laughs) Uh. okay well (laughs) i can't um 
I, I want it to rhyme and it's not going I know. to. <laughs> I was like, which, which word are we going with? Which, which, which we, then, then we can get the rhymes going. Not going to rhyme. Um, anyway. Uh, I wanted to just remind uh, as well, um, Rudy from Arkansas, we're looking to do something like uh, this debate in uh, Arkansas or at least some kind of town hall. Let y'all know, uh, get out there in the community and let y'all know what's really uh, going on in Arkansas. Um Oh, Rudy's in Arkansas. There. Yeah, we want to do yes. this debate in Arkansas too. Yes, and so uh, and then Chris is also there, and then I've got somewhere uh, a B and B that would definitely uh, we would be able to stay. It is a four twenty B and B, and I've been in touch with them just about you know show stuff. So we'll uh, reach back out to them. So Arkansas, if you uh, if you hear us, if you hear our call. Um, put us in touch with anyone that has a you know knowledge connection. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, start looking into the local um, cannabis lobbyists. I guess you know, yeah, come you know the different ones available there, right. uh, and uh, and start there as well. So, um, but you know, connections are always. Connections you know, and always, sponsorships, that's what we yeah, need. It's always, it's always nice to have, um, you know, introductions and whatnot. Yeah. So um, we appreciate everything and anything, y'all. Um, so I had another story today. And it was about a person in Philadelphia. So I don't know if they're going to mute this. It's on Instagram. I feel like Instagram is maybe public-ish domain. Um, but I follow, um, I follow Tizzy, Tizzy Entertainment, E-N-T, T-I-Z-Z-Y, E-N-T. I don't know if you guys follow, uh, him or not, but I do. Um, and so he posted a video about this, uh, person. So I'm just finding this video first. Okay. Uh, so he posted this video. This is of um, a young woman in uh, Philadelphia. So I'm going to pull the video. Oh, hold on. I wonder if you could share it to our socials. And if you like to see the full video, you can. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I can definitely share it. To, I can definitely share it to our socials for sure. Um, let me just turn my sound up on this. I feel very shaken and violated right now. A media source took my OnlyFans content, which exists behind a paywall, and decided to leak it. This was done in conjunction while talking about my politics. I have been exploring another run. I haven't even announced yet, and the opposition is already putting up barriers against someone like me. Their issue with me is how I make a living, and yet they stole my intellectual property and put it out into the digital universe with the same intent of getting clicks, getting views, making money. We're the same, except I didn't steal from anyone and I didn't violate anyone's privacy. We need to show these kinds of people that we do not back down in the face of bullying. I'm planning on fighting this and I need your help. Um, so her name is... Uh... Alexandra Hunt, and she is a public health activist, a grassroots organizer, a soccer coach, 
um, and a 2022 Philadelphia congressional candidate. So if you're in Philadelphia, definitely look her up and see what she's all about. I did reach out to her today because I want to know a little bit more about her as well. And I absolutely think that's complete bullshit. And whoever did leak that should absolutely have to pay uh, the price for leaking that that information. Because how we make our money shouldn't. For first of all, this is such a prudish country. This country is so full of prudes. It's so it's so weird to me. <laughs> I went to um. I was I was in Greece for part of my um, part part of my time in the Navy. I was in Greece and um, I sent my sister like a small, like alabaster statue of a Greek God. And it was naked. And she was like, I can't put this out on my mantle because there's a wiener. Right. So I'm like, but like, what do you mean? It's this, first of all, this is from Greece. (laughs) (laughs) Bit. (laughs) So we're such a prudish country. Um, And even so much so that like, I, I have thought about doing an OnlyFans when I've been like in a position where I'm just like, what in the fuck am I going to do? I am banging y'all. I could do it OnlyFans all day long. And even, even if I did not look how I look, I would still be banging and could fucking make you everybody. There are people in this world who love exactly who you are, what you look like, everything about you. There are people in this world that will pay you for your ugly ass feet. My feet are so, they're not so ugly, but they're not beautiful. Like feet. They're not like I get, sometimes I get ingrown toenail and I have to go get a pedicure so that the guy can do like some minor surgery in the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Somebody will pay me to look at that. I'm not crossed that line for me. It's a line, right? But should it be like, it's just a job. First of all, do y'all know what the oldest profession in the world is? The oldest one selling the poon. <laughs> she she has she has the oldest history of job of employment opportunity. Well, Rudy, come back and see us again. We loved having you in the in the um my brain's not working today in the comment <laughs> section. Sorry. And we'll have definitely like hit you up to uh, talk more. About, um, yeah, about Arkansas. Um, so, yeah, so, so like, so for somebody, and especially now, we know that this platform exists. We know that the people that are outing other people are using this platform and, and viewing this platform and paying people on this platform. Uh, yet we are the ones that are getting shamed for making our money in this platform. Not the people spending the money on the platform, but the people who are providing the entertainment are going to be the ones shamed. Fuck all the way off. Like, fuck all the way off. I hope she gets elected. I hope she does run again. And I hope she gets elected based on this alone. Based on this, I mean, no, that's not true. I want her to have good policy. She seems very progressive and grassroots. She's a grassroots organizer. So I feel like, you know, she probably is where we would lean um, or I would lean at least. Um, 
But yeah, like what? Get out of here. I I thought about it because I'm not, you know, anyways, I'm not even going to go there about, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it alone. Just going to leave it alone. Just <sighs> stop fucking with people. Stop, just like let people live their lives. Why is it a bother to you that somebody else is living their life? It's because they're living their life happier and better than you are. And listen, if you're hacking shit and doing shit, get rid of my student oh, loans, please. Can you, yeah, can you hack something that's worth hacking? Can you fucking get rid of my fucking credit? <laughs> I have credit card debt that I would like to get rid of, student loan debt that I would like to remove. There's probably a couple of hospital bills that I'd like to have removed out of here. And you know what I'm saying? Like, do something productive with your time. Like, what are you doing hacking this girl's? What? Get out of here with that shit. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Like, and I said this the other day, like, listen, Anonymous is going to hack my shit and leak my nudes. Okay. Uh, which are definitely private domain. I promise you that. Um, they're not anywhere on no paywalls or nothing. <laughs> they're nowhere. Um, but, um, but what Anonymous Right. They they went out on this like whole like Matrix style fucking. I don't know, message board bullshit. And then like, what did you really do? Like put a million dollars in my bank account, bitch, like get rid of my student loans, like do something about Donald Trump. I don't know, like do something useful instead of getting on the computer and making these these veiled threats that don't mean anything. What are you doing out there, Anonymous? Please don't hack me. If you do hack me, um, if you do hack me, please do it in a positive way. <laughs> <laughs> please punk me nicely. <laughs> please put money in my bank account and get, and then like erase my name from the student loan debt roster and um, pay off all of my credit cards. Like tomorrow morning I wake up and my credit cards are like, bing, bing, you have full credit. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Your car is paid off. Bing, bing, bing. No debt. <laughs> no debt. Um, I'm saying. I'm right. saying. That uh, just as a living and breathing is our, our give back to uh, society and, and we should... <laughs> I know. Um, I hear like a message. Yeah, I just, I just give me a credit score of eight hundred, right? Why do credit scores fuck off Why do with your credit, credit score too? Matter, right? Like y'all made that shit that's, up. That's, that's one of those questions. They made that like, shit up. What, what Wait, scam is is the scammiest scam that year? We all just have to play along. Yeah, we all just Wait, play hold along. on. Like when were credit? When was credit scores invented it's was it's a question on google i didn't even have to type it all in it wasn't even invented until 1989 you guys what the <laughs> f <laughs> why are we living our lives by something that was created in the late 80s do you were some of y'all weren't even there there <laughs> should we be get an no update yeah can we get a reboot on this nothing and, uh... <laughs> created in 1989 except for some beautiful human beings potentially should be even considered as something as a threat but not use to your it. livelihood juggle it around mm -hmm. yeah like mm -hmm. i can't 
what you guys let me tell you something the reason i'm going to tell you the reason i stopped watching black mirror <laughs> there's two there's two well first of all the first episode of black mirror is the most disturbing thing i've ever seen in my whole entire life and the idea that that could actually take place is my it because it could because it could it could actually take place anyways we're not going to go into that episode that's gross there are two episodes that kind of got me um one of them was like this situation where you were either productive uh doing production (laughs) thank you doing like a productive thing, like uh, creating energy. So there were like people on treadmills and bicycles and like producing energy like all day. Oh, it's, it's 420 on the, on the West coast. I know that cause her screen went black. Do, 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 do. Okay. Where's my it's 420 on the West. <laughs> I was like, her screen went black. It's 420 on the West coast. So there would be people on these treadmills, right? And they were like earning energy and they were on like bicycles and shit. And they um, would like throw their trash on the ground. And then there were like janitors that had to like clean up after them. And then they would go back to their little cubicle of a space, which was like a bedroom and a bathroom, right? Maybe like a little kitchenette <clears throat> and everything was paid for. So to watch, Anything that you wanted to watch on TV, you had to pay to watch that thing. Otherwise, you had to pay. You had to watch all their paid advertisements and shit, or whatever they wanted you to watch. And then, uh, which wasn't like you know news propaganda. It was like entertainment shows and shit like that. <clears throat> and then, like when you put toothpaste on your toothbrush, the little squeeze cost you money. Like the little every little dab of squeeze out of your like toothpaste. Everything about life was a la carte. It was a la carte, right? So, um, so then. Uh, the, this guy was friends with this girl and she had like a a great sing. I don't remember everything about the episode, but she had like a great singing voice. And so then they broke, they both went on this, like, uh, America's got talent type of show. Right. Um, but before she went on, they gave her a can of something. They handed her like a can of, of drink or something or whatever, a cup can, whatever, and told her to drink it. And she was like, no, thank you. And they were like, you have to drink this. And she was like, no, thank you. And it's inhibition juice. So it's like they were giving her like, like what alcohol does to you, but like that. So, so that she would come out and like, so she, she didn't do it. She didn't take it. Right. She didn't drink it. And so she just went out there to sing and people booed her, take your top off. The judges were telling her to do like the scandalous shit. Right. And she wouldn't do it. Um, and she doesn't drink the juice because she didn't drink the juice. Right. And then she like, but then she succumbed to the peer pressure later and ended up having this like career or whatever. Anyways, it was this whole thing, but it really got to me about how like social, how socially, um, we're kind of programmed to, to, you know, go with the flow and be with the crowd. And then the other one that this is more closely related to like social media. The other one that got me was, There was this one that was very closely related to social media. It was, it was about social media. So <clears throat> there was this one and, uh, and, and your, your, so, so your social media score matters. So people were just always like this, right. And you could walk by somebody and judge them and on their, on whatever, you know, if they bumped into you, you could down their score, 
like immediately. And so <clears throat> this girl gets invited to this like really popular girl's wedding and she's super excited. Her social media points start going up. Right. But then she does something and it's like this, like <clears throat> such a human thing that she did. It was maybe like she bumped into somebody and didn't say sorry or, or, or something like that, or made an ugly face at something, you know, or like had a, had a human reaction. I can't remember exactly what it was. But then that person like downed her score and then the people around that person downed her score and then her score kept going down. And then in order to get certain jobs, you had to have a certain score on your social media. In order to get on a plane, you had to have a certain score on your social media. In order to rent a car, you had to have a certain score. In order to get a hotel, in order to get food, in order to, right? She ends up in jail with a zero social media score at the end. She ends up in jail. like the modern day twilight zone right do you know how realistic it was it it, like it was such a reality i was like you know what i can't watch this show anymore like i can't so i'm not seeing very much of that show because the creators (laughs) the creators of that show did such a good job at making it seem so realistic it was a reality it was, and it could happen in the digital age that we live in. It could happen. This this could be the beginning of that happening in the future. But then there would be the communes of people that were like tech free, you know, right? Like, nope, exactly. not doing that at all. Exactly. Uh, we will. But people nope. who grew up on yeah. tech and 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 lived on that social media score, well, that's why they would end up in jail, right? Because they wouldn't even know how to function in a society without it. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's and we're crazy working that. with a group that is telling us to increase our social media presence. It's extremely, social media is actually, if you use social media as an actual tool and not just a place where you just kind of spout off bullshit and take, you know, sometimes post pictures of your fun vacation. Or um, go down a rabbit hole of, of uh, puppy videos. Oh, or something. But if you, but if you're actually using it as a tool, it is, uh, it is exhausting. Oh, it's exhausting. There are rules. There are rules. So many rules. There's so many rules, and there's so many apps with different rules and different engagement and different um, necessities. I have SOPs, y'all, on it all because I can't. I can't. I gotta keep track of it's it. A lot. <laughs> And, um, and, and we're 45. So 40. So we're trying to like merge. We're trying to merge our our brain. (laughs) There's a big part Um, of me that wants to, uh, when when is that spark going to happen? We just go back to the eighties and have to like fucking go through like fucking card files to find somebody's phone number and like, boop, 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 boop. Or no, like rotary. Don't kid yourself. Why I got a box of business cards in my. <laughs> Would that phone number even work anymore, though? Because it's all our cell phone numbers, right? Hey, I got a landline. I got a. I got a landline phone that works. <laughs> Do you? Uh... Um. The dog, the, the upstairs dog is barking. Do you want to do a, a a history moment from our link? uh we have that computer yeah as my computer just shut down um oh no well it you know she just tired uh i was gonna do she's not coming back um 
maybe we, maybe not. Um, okay. The link is there if you would like to. <laughs> okay, I'll get it. I'll I'll hit that link. Um, uh, is it in today's show notes? It is. Uh, yes, it is in today's. Okay. Um, what is going on? What's going on? Oh, Mac. Here we go. Oh, can I just? Okay, I can do that. Okay, great. It's redirecting me. So I have to scroll down a little bit because you covered a bunch of these. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you cover? Did you cover uh, Gloria Estefan? I did not. I did not. Mm. I think maybe I read her quickly, maybe, or maybe just because I, yeah, no, but you, we can expand. expand. Um, she is known as the queen of Latin pop in the songwriters hall of fame. Uh, she was born in 1950, September 1st, 1957. She's a Cuban American. Um, I'm opening up her story right now. Um, these are Gloria Estefan quotes and lesson ideas under this link. <laughs> That's what it says. She's a bilingual singer. Um, she's known for combining Latin rhythms, dance and pop music. Um, and she got her start in a group uh, in the group Miami Sound Machine. Miami Sound Machine. I loved it. <laughs> um, the music is uh, this is uh, something she said. The music is one. The music is one of the beautiful things that has survived the Castro regime. I've played for audiences all over the world but I've never played for for a Cuban audience for Emilio, which who is her husband and me. The music is the one tie to our homeland. Um, so that's sad that she never got to play um, at home. Um, she was born in Havana. Uh, she was two when her family fled Cuba uh, because Castro uh, ended up taking over at the end of 1958. Um, they relocated to Miami. Uh, she was mostly raised by her mother. Uh, her father was in the Vietnam War, and he was diagnosed with uh, multiple sclerosis when she was a child. Um, she used music to kind of run away from any um, stress and issues as a child, so she used it as her uh, therapy. Um, she was the lead singer for Miami Sound Machine. Um, uh, Emilio Esteban uh, was the keyboardist uh, discovered her in 1975, invited her to join the band. And then they ended up getting married in 1978 and they are still together. See, love does exist. Um, she was the lead singer of a group which experienced international success with songs across both English and Spanish. Um, their 1985 song Conga was a major crossover hit. Y'all know it. I want to dance to it right now. Yeah. In the 1990s, the group's tour bus was in an accident and her husband suffered a severe back injury. Um, however, she stunned fans in 1991 when she came back as a solo artist and um, started topping the charts as a solo artist. Um, so, yeah, she's especially important to Latin music. In the United States for her fusion of Latin rhythms with pop music and for paving the way for other Latin artists to follow in her footsteps. And then there's a coloring book page that you can color Gloria Esteva. So that's I think I cool. linked that on our Facebook page um, uh, at the beginning. Y'all want to print um, that out? Heritage Month. Um, 
y'all could print it out and um, color Gloria Stefan. Uh, that would be great. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then send it back to us. We will, we will put them, we will share, share them on the show. If y'all do that and like, and then like take a picture and send it to us, we'll share them on our social media page. Um, so maybe we'll go and go into that link and, um, and share that picture again. If you guys want to color it and, um, send it back to us, then we'll share it. Um, no, um, social media is See, not this just, is where we need the cannabis closet, um, adult coloring book. <laughs> yeah, we do need an adult coloring book and, um, we'll work, we'll work on that amongst other things. We do have some yeah, Queen Kitty merch so that I can just become art director and pump out these things. Yeah, no. So we can, <laughs> yeah. So she can do that and then we can, you know. Or we could, yeah, she would be the director. I feel like my, my vision is that you would be the director of art, but we would have somebody on your team so that oh, you could take care of. Out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that you could take care of like the business stuff that owners have to take care of. Yes. Yes. Director. Estevez. Yeah. That's when I saw it. That's the first thing I thought to. And I was like, those are two different people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Amelia. <laughs> Emilio Estevez too, but hubba hubba, he was so hot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Um, let's see. I'm going to try to find us a good would you rather today. I'm just going to scroll to the hundreds. Um, uh, I feel like that's too easy for some of y'all. Let's see. Okay, here's one. This is weird. I don't <laughs> wait. Okay. <laughs> um, would you rather <laughs> there's, I have two, so I don't know which one to choose. Would you rather be, uh, really good at, um, riding horses, like amazing at riding horses or amazing at driving uh, dirt bikes. <laughs> Horses or dirt bikes, y'all. Horses or dirt bikes. Oh, this is a tough one because this, like, for both, I'm like, both my, are badass. Like, yes to both yes (laughs) i want to be i want to excel at both of those things thanks lisa we'll we'll be touch and uh talk soon yes Yes, we will have a good night yes i love see love horses yeah i i bikes on your way out we got let's see okay sorry that was uh let me um, Libby, yeah, I got L. I was no. the Li. No, she's okay. still here. Yes, dirt bikes. I, I think it would be cool to be proficient at dirt bikes. And if you're proficient at dirt bikes, you could probably be proficient at other bikes. Yeah, right. Um, I do love horses, and I do love their energy. And I agree with you that. Yeah. We, I, <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, uh, 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 both will make your thighs sore. Both, both are expensive. Both are expensive. I feel like, uh, but I mean, you don't have to, to own the horse to be the best rider, right? Um, 
well yes for you little little bobby yes that that's definitely a given yeah that's a given for you little bobby, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no sense in starting now i mean you know blame you blame you i got back problems <laughs> <laughs> but put me on a motorbike <laughs> I know. I don't know. I still. I'm, I'm gonna say motorbikes. I'm gonna have to go. As much as I love horses, horses, I can get their energy by uh, chilling and not being the best rider. Um, I don't know. I actually, I would say, I would probably say horses. Uh, horses. Uh, I used to, you know, I used to be engaged to a mechanic. He didn't work on motorbikes, but I've just never really like one of my mentors gets new cars all the time and he's like, and I, and I think they're cool. I think they're cool. And he's like, look at this, look at that. You know, he's all cool. And I'm like, it's dope. It looks dope. I like the way that the old cars look and all that stuff, but I'm just not really into like motor vehicles. Oh, see, I do have like a, a you know, a tiny, you know, it's in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I also, I don't know. I mean, it have to be, I mean, if I'm good at it, I guess it doesn't matter what kind of horse it is. So I may be a horse for me. They are majestic as fuck. They are majestic as fuck. They're smart as fuck too. They can carry a lot of shit too. Y'all, when we went to, um, I went to India and um, and Malaysia for a, a class trip when I was in college. I was in my mid thirties, um, but I went and uh, I enjoyed shit out of myself. Mostly, I did have a panic attack one night, but anyways. Uh, but when we hiked the Himalayas, all our, we had like uh, we had like uh, we were on a class trip, so we had people like take our gear and everything. And those horses can carry so much shit. Also, I kind of felt bad for them, too. There were horses and donkeys. They were both. I felt kind of bad for them, but also. And, like, not that I need to carry a lot of shit all the time, but, like, if you're in a situation, how much shit can you carry on a dirt bike? (laughs) I don't know why I think about shit like that. (laughs) They're just big, strong, majestic creatures. I want a big, strong, majestic creature between my thighs. That's, that's, <laughs> y'all get some Queen Kitty. <laughs> Pop this kitty, put it in your mouth. <laughs> put it oh, your thighs while you're yeah, driving. Yeah, just... <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I would go with a, a horse. I've just never been like super excited about motor vehicles. Also, I was in a motorcycle accident when I was younger. He said enough. (laughs) Never enough. There's never enough. Um, I was in a motorcycle accident when I was 18. Uh, The bike landed on my knee. I think there's still probably some issues around surrounding that. Um, they didn't really do nothing but put me in a, a temporary straight cast. So there's that. Uh, there's that. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to have four wheels. I'm, I'm more comfortable with three to four wheels on, on the vehicle. Yeah. 
Yes, but if you're an expert. <laughs> but if you're an expert, you're right. But that's why I wouldn't choose a motorcycle because I don't think I would ever be an expert on a motorcycle. Well, I guess maybe face your fears, right? <laughs> Just go for it. Um, we have a friend. We have a friend in Missouri who um, rides ride skateboards really fast downhill, and he's like our age. And I'm just like, what the fuck? What? Wow, that's scary. But it's kind of I mean, cool. I, I mean, but I do that. I not. I don't think I go as fast. Well, no. Nah, he's like, and down. How fast do you think he goes on? Does he? Do you know? I don't know, but it's on a road where cars are. I know that I've I've clocked my speed on a snowboard. So I, I mean, I know I've definitely hit. Yeah, but you're not running traffic. No, fuck no. But I got his. Yeah, he's on four wheels and running into potentially going to run into traffic. And like when you you (laughs) snowboard down like a straightaway, you're pretty, I mean, not, it's not this like suit, like without potential danger, but like it's a, it's a, it's like a, it's like a road with potential like potholes and like, I mean, I guess you could have like potential. Oh, no, I'm saying all of that happens. I mean, I do not ride like that, but there are some, there are some crazy motherfuckers up here that will bomb shit like, like, like the um, street skateboarders like that. Like they will street point it. Hopefully right. you know, they are good enough to go around you versus you getting out of their way but like the thing because i would not be able to get out of nobody's way (laughs) but yeah i mean i'm just like watching his videos and i'm just thinking about how shitty the roads are in missouri first of all and second of all that i was like one day i i i asked him i was like how you know there's not going to be a car because because he's going like around blind curves and shit how you know there's not gonna be a car and he's like we don't you don't. So, uh, Jess, uh, one day she used to live over there by Lookout Mountain, and um, she was going up there just to you know for some you know sunset or whatever. And uh, these dudes are at the bottom, and they're like, "Can we grab a lift up to the top?" And she's like, "Yeah." So she takes them up to the top, and and they you know, obviously explain what they're doing. And she's like, "All right." So she follows them down and records them as they're going down Lookout Mountain, which is this fucking you know like um of these dudes doing that exhilarating but also i'm not going to be the one on the on the thin piece of whatever um that that's the only thing between me and the road is that little piece of cardboard no yeah yeah i can't get out of my own way sometimes too i'm saying (laughs) uh anyway um i think we are reaching the end of our show i think so too i gotta yeah Yes. We got some stuff to do. I'm going to take a, a break. I might, I don't know. There's something happening downtown. I don't know. I got to look into it. We'll see. I'm in town, so maybe I'll enjoy it. <laughs> um, you guys, um, make sure that you um, be nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Put your mask on before assisting others. It's very important. You can't help others if you're broken down into a crumbled pile. You can't do it. Yes. Self-care. Um, <laughs> cultivate love bring it to you you deserve it deserve to be loved you are worthy of love and if you need some love we got it we got some for you we got you thanks libby and stay lifted stay lifted y'all see y'all on monday we'll be in missouri